This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, Village Church. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you today, and we have been dealing with the book of Ephesians and our sermons on Sunday, Pastor Michael. That's been giving us great questions for our podcast. Several of them we've already answered, but we've got many more Let's just talk about that. How is Ephesians and the book of Ephesians, how has it really had an influence in the life of our church body? So over the the last year, there has been a significant influx of unchurched, de-churched, um, never churched people who have been attending the village church. That's, That's a lot right. of church in one sentence. But um, so understandably, though, they come to the table with no knowledge of the basics, let alone the deeper things of the Word of God. And That's so right. when we looked at um, what should we be preaching in this season, um, a lot of the questions that we were getting were such genuine and great questions um, for the podcast specifically. And it just revealed that like we need to get back to some of the basics. I mean, I could have taught through Romans, but we'd be doing that for four years. And <laughs> But Ephesians, as they say is that many Romans, it goes through all of the most difficult but beautiful basics of Christianity. But even at the same time, it is so encouraging and clarifying for those who have walked with Jesus for a long time. That's right. It's one of those books that whether you're a new believer or you've been walking with the Lord for a long time is just so unbelievably impactful. Amazing, yes. And then there's another side of things. There's a, a blight in evangelicalism, uh, evangelicalism, whatever, in the evangelical community um, of biblical illiteracy. That's right. So for example, um, can I lose my salvation? On the one hand, that is so basic. The answer is no. But when I when I preached a sermon, Secure in Christ, on February 21st, 2016, the amount of people who were like, I actually was wondering if I really wasn't right. saved or if I had lost my salvation. Mm-hmm. And uh, really what that did is it just showed me, like, we're doing the right thing by preaching through this book um, because we need to center our church in these essentials right now. It's just a season of our church where we need to be there. Yes. And uh, so I've been really, really um, blessed, challenged to teach through the book of Ephesians. And um, one of my goals is to make this book come alive again um, for unbelievers, new believers, um, frustrated believers and super mature believers. No pressure fueling, but that's my <laughs> that's my goal every week is to ignite the hearts of our body with love for God's word, but even a greater love for Jesus himself. So all of these questions are really coming out of really this study um, in the book of Ephesians. And all these messages have just driven so many people to think through and submit questions to the podcast, ask you questions after yep. the Sunday message. Yeah, it's been it, awesome. It's great that, to know that the messages are not just about information. They're actually meeting people at the heart level, creating them to think through what what they're dealing with, what they're struggling with, mm-hmm. what God is doing in their life, yep. and bringing them to a deeper walk with Christ. Well, I mean, we're just all glory to God. I, I get to sit in my community group every Monday night and have them talk about my sermon in front of me. I'll tell you, you want to talk <laughs> about humbling? Yep. You know, they're like, how did this message teach, train, challenge, or encourage you? Nah, it didn't. <laughs> All right, yeah, <laughs> dear Jesus. <laughs> which next sermon? <laughs> which you know brings us to the question of the day, which is: Were people who committed apostasy really saved? All right. So before you can answer that question, I know some of our listeners know what the word apostasy is. Some of them don't. So what is apostasy? It's not anti-pasta. It's so not, I'm so hungry if you said that. Apostasy is very simply the act of abandoning your religious faith. So if you call someone an apostasy, 
apostate. That means they once were in a faith, but now have left, left that faith. Not just like walked away quietly, but like oh, an no. apostate is somebody who says, no, I reject Jesus. I reject the message of salvation. Um, and apostasy is a huge deal, but we see it regularly. The mm-hmm. reason there's even a word for it is because it's a real experience. People who once professed Jesus now hate Jesus. And so um, the question is, um, were they really saved? Uh, if you're going to say once saved, always saved, then how come in my personal life I'm watching people who came to Christ and now didn't? So like, I, I was or they like, said they came to Christ. Totally. And they were pumped and they were excited and they bore fruit and they mm-hmm. told other people about Jesus. And and so my wife and I, um, you know, we I was the youth pastor at Village Church before I was the lead pastor. And, and um, we got to see so many junior high and high school students come to faith in Jesus. And um, for a ton of them, Time and suffering expose the authenticity of their faith. That's right. And we have, we call them little orphans that are just running around all around Bartlett and beyond of these kids that we saw come to faith in Jesus. Now they're young adults and uh, they're not walking with Jesus. Some of them are, but these people who have just left Jesus, don't believe in the Bible, don't believe in Jesus anymore. And and uh, it's so heartbreaking. We feel like we have these little orphans all over the place. And uh, someone could look at them and say, well, they were saved. You baptized some of them, and now they're not saved, so therefore they must have lost their salvation. And in an earlier podcast, we addressed this, that there is what happens on the surface and there's what happens behind the curtains. Okay? Yes, because we never know when a person is has walked away from Christ or walked away from the church or the youth group or whatever, whatever religious community they were once in. We don't know what God is doing, what the Holy Spirit is doing yep. inside that person's heart and in their mind when they're away from Christ. Yep. Because Scripture says that once they've come to faith in Christ, that they receive the Holy Spirit. If it's genuine and the Holy Spirit is doing a work, he is perfecting in them, he is never abandoning them. Yep. So if if they've walked away, they are probably, in my opinion, what we've, we've shared uh, Scripture with a few podcasts ago, they are by all means the most miserable people here on this planet mm. because they know what Christ offers and yet they're not availing themselves to the blessing of following Christ with all their heart and knowing that he is doing something in and through them that is not only life-changing for them, but life-changing for others. Mm. And it's it's, it's it gut-wrenching to, to watch. And and they know. Like there's a part of, especially what, again, we call them our orphans. You know, like our orphans know. They know what God wants for them. There's a voice inside of them, just the beckoning of the gospel, like there is a better life in Christ, you know, and and they reject it. And that's where they're at right now. We pray that they come back and they really truly receive the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. But you hit the nail on the head. If you receive the Holy Spirit, you're a son or daughter and you're preserved until the very end of your life. Like that's just a fact. But Michael, what do you do with apostates? What do you do with these people and I would say, again, there's what happens on the surface, and then there's what's happening in the spiritual realm. On the surface, they're committing apostasy. Mm-hmm. But behind the scenes, when you pull the curtain back, it was not genuine, authentic faith in the first place. The Holy Spirit was not authentically, truly in them. Uh, sometimes people's emotions can masquerade as the Holy Spirit, and that's not the Holy Spirit. First John 2.19 Um, I wrestled through this in 11th grade. This passage was um, shared with me, changed my life. First John 2.19, they went out from us, meaning people who once were Christians, um, but are not anymore. But they did not really belong to us. For if they had belonged to us, they would have remained with us. But their going showed 
that none of them belong to us. Mm-hmm. These people mm-hmm. left the faith. And here's what John is telling his church, because his church is saying, what do we do with these apostates? And he says, look, the fact that they left, it's just showing that they were never really of you in the first place. And that's what he says at the end. It just demonstrates that they were never of us. Yes. And, and, and that is one of the realities of being in a church. Right now at the Village Church, of the people who are in our church, there's a whole bunch who won't be with us when push comes to shove. Mm. When the suffering mounts up, if there's ever a season of persecution, they will fall away so quickly because time and suffering expose the genuineness and authenticity of their faith. Um, I, I want to read a parable of Jesus that I think is very helpful. It's the parable of the weeds in Matthew chapter 13 and verse 24 to 30. Let's just read this and then um, close with some thoughts. He put another parable before them saying, the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while his men were sleeping, the enemy, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. What a jerk. Mm. So when the plants came up and bore again, then the weeds appeared also. Now what's interesting, I'll just pause here, is that right at the beginning of this, um, what you'll realize, it would be hard to differentiate at the very beginning stages, which one is a weed and which one is a plant. They both look the same. They both look the same at the beginning. And then, and the servants of the master of the house came and said to him, master, did you not sow good seed in your field? How then does it have weeds? And he said to them, an enemy has done this. So the servant said to him, then do you want us to go and gather them? But he said, no, lest in the gathering the weeds, you root up the wheat along with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. And at harvest time, I will tell the reapers, gather the weeds first and bring them in bundles to be burned, but gather the wheat into my barn. And here's what Jesus is saying. He could right now separate the wheat from the weeds. But he's not doing not that. Going to. He's actually allowing the weeds to grow in the midst of the wheat, and at the right time, he will expose them. Mm-hmm. He will expose them. And uh, I think this is a really interesting like statement from Jesus. He's like, yeah, I could expose all the false Christians right now, but I'm not going to do that. Uh, and which is aggravating for me because I'm like, as a pastor, like these people are making it pretty challenging to lead a church and, and to be on mission. And so I've I've wondered. I don't know. I'm not going to judge, but I've wondered like. How many people who seem like they're growing like a weed right now are actually weeds Mm. and not Mm -hmm. weed, you know? So why does the Bible warn against apostasy? I want to just give you the simple answer. To expose apostates. Right. To expose the weed, to confirm the true believers. I'll just give an illustration that I think would would help this. If I want to find out in a room who is dead and who is alive, here's what I'm going to shout. Fire, <laughs> and the dead people are going to lay there. They're going to move. They're going to. They're just going to stay there. But all of the people who are alive are going to get up and they're going to run out. And when you shout out, "Don't apostate!" Right? Then the true believers are going to be like, "No, I won't do it." They're going to respond to mm-hmm. that warning, right? And eventually, the apostates, the one who are, we'll say, the ones who will apostate, the the, the not genuine believers will expose themselves over time. Right. They will. And if they don't even expose themselves over time, Jesus gives another parable of uh, when he comes back, some of you will say, oh, we prayed in your name, we prophesied in your name. And, and he says, away from me, I never knew you. I never knew you. And um, some people are wondering, how do I know if I'm that person? Well, that's another podcast. We'll another get podcast. There. But God warns us not to commit apostasy um, because as he warns us, the true believers hear that and we're like, no, I'll never do that. It just arouses us, awakens us. And then it also tells us there are apostates in your midst, whether you realize it or not. Like they're going to walk away eventually. That's going to be their fate.
Listeners, let's just make one thing perfectly clear. If you've accepted Jesus as your Savior and the Holy Spirit is in you and working in you, you will not commit apostasy. You will not walk away from him or abandon him because he promises he will never walk away or abandon you. Once again, do us three favors. You can submit a question to our podcast by going to our church website, bcob.org, and just click on the link that says Q&A podcast question. We would love to hear from you. Also, second, if this podcast has been a blessing, share it with a friend, a coworker, or a family member. And third, go to the iTunes store and give us a review on this podcast. We would love to get your review to get this into the hands of as many people as possible. Please join us next time when we answer the question, how do I know that I am saved? A one-minute tutorial on leaving ratings and reviews. Step number one. Do not open your podcast app, but open the iTunes store app on your phone or iPad or the iTunes store on your computer. Step number two, go into your search engine and type in the words Village Church of Bartlett. Step number three. Use your eyes and see the purple podcast labeled Village Church Q&A Podcast and then click it or push it. Step number four, click ratings and reviews. It should be right in the middle of your page and you will have the opportunity to give us five stars. Five stars. stars. Please give us five stars. And right underneath that will bring us to step number 435,000 you'll see the words, write a review. Click that, write your review, preferably if it is a kind review, we'd appreciate that. And you'll have the opportunity to write a title and a review. Your title is the name of your review, like Pastor Tim is beautiful. Pastor Michael is so lovely and wonderful. And then in your review, you actually write your comments, your feedback, your genuine, honest, candid thoughts on this podcast. Step infinity. infinity. Submit it. And you're all done. And on behalf of everybody here at the Village Church Q&A podcast, we want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. And we want to get this content into as many hearts and hands as humanly possible.